Hello, I'm Ed Locke with USA Mortgage. Tax season is upon us. Did you know that 47% of Americans are planning to use their tax refunds for everyday expenses, home improvements, and vacations? What if you used your tax refund for a new home instead? Again, this is Ed Locke with USA Mortgage. Your tax refund can be used towards down payment, closing costs, or paying down existing debt to help get approved. So before you spend that tax refund, let's get together and see how to best utilize those funds to invest in your future and your new home. Call or text me at 502-680-0953. Again, that's 502-680-0953. NMLS ID 448-908, Das Acquisitions, LLC, doing business as USA Mortgage, NMLS ID 22762. This is not a commitment to lend. Additional terms and conditions apply. USA Mortgage is an equal housing lender. You have scoured the podcast world. You have finally found the place where news is weighed in the balance. Welcome to Newsworthy with Stephen Jerry. Two words and two question marks. Hey, Jerry. Hello, Steve. The title of tonight's episode is The Big 5K. Did you win $5,000? No. Oh. But I finally got in good enough shape. I'm going to run my first 5K race. You are. Yeah. <laughs> is that that's what, why, is that's that on not your why you titled it that? Oh, I, 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 no, not really. Is But is that something you can do on an Xbox or on the computer? Because it's, a, or, it's the only way I'm going to be doing it. Are you going to have a bear chasing you? That's the question. Yeah. <laughs> no. Just like the old saying is, right? You don't have to outrun the bear. Just, just have to outrun the guy next to you. <laughs> that's true. Very, very, very true. 5K. So, 5K. Now, we stopped talking about numbers a long time ago. We did. And, you know, just because we were excited about it, it doesn't necessarily translate as good podcasting to yep. let everybody else know. However, last week, like Thursday, we hit a huge milestone for Newsworthy with Steve and Jerry. 5,000 downloads. Yeah, and that's 5,000 downloads just on Podbean and affiliates. Um, there's maybe more out there that aren't counted. You know, there's some that doesn't count on this. Mm-hmm. But for this particular uh, yardstick, if you will, measuring stick, right? 5,000. Man, that's, we, Double just said, we've almost at a year anniversary. Uh, I think it's the second week of May is our anniversary in that ballpark of doing the podcast. Um, did you? No. At, at any dreamed. point in your mind, did you ever say, yeah, hey, we'll get 5,000 in two or three years or something? I never even really thought about numbers. But if you had asked me, I wouldn't have predicted that we would have hit 1,000, much less 5,000. And yeah. still wonder who the hell it is listening to us. Still think a big <laughs> part of it's because thanks to Mr. Mike flying around the world and downloading and listening to us from many, many different countries. Apparently, what, many times to Slovakia. I didn't even, <laughs> didn't even know he 
Delta Airlines flew to Slovakia, <laughs> but we've had a whole bunch of downloads from there. Yep, yep. May 11, Double says, uh, and that's not including our first couple of test broadcasts. Yep. So I'll take you her word for it. it. <laughs> She's been here with us since the very beginning, yep. and words can't uh, express how honored we are for that. That's Absolutely. just amazing. Honored, thank you. Because we've dealt with an absolute... In fact, I'm beginning to think it wouldn't be a newsworthy podcast without there being some sort of technical glitch. We at this seem point. to have some every week. Yep. Several cases, we don't think there's any. And it's only after the show's over that we realize that then at that point. Right. That, yeah. Now, I did, and I did, we, we were really happy with this equipment that we bought, but I did send an email asking for some help, some troubleshooting, because we've changed our computers. We've changed out everything except the soundboard. The soundboard. And so we're trying to work through that. If, if there's some reason you guys don't hear us tonight, just let us know. Um, but we are trying to always trying to improve, to get better, to do all the things. Yeah. <laughs> I guess is the way to put that, right? Very good way to put it. But yeah, 5,000. My goodness. Hard to believe. It's impossible to believe. You know, I'm like you. If you'd have told me we had 1,000 downloads in a year, I would have been ecstatic. Yeah. I mean, I just never even... And, and, you know, there are shows out there. Joe Rogan does 5,000 by blinking his eyes. That's nothing. Yeah. And and kudos to them. I'm not knocking them. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Did you see that? No. <laughs> Remember Jerry's coughing episode? The whole episode, you just couldn't quit coughing? <laughs> I was afraid a couple of weeks ago was going to be another one like that. That's like three weeks ago was when my allergies kicked in and... Three or four weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago was really bad. But yeah, it's still, yeah, that was several months ago when, yeah, just coughed the entire time. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I just, I, I'm just, I just want to thank everyone who's listened. Even if you just downloaded us for a second and said, ah, those two old boys from Kentucky are not my cup of tea. Still, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, we appreciate it. Uh, we definitely appreciate people who share the show, like it. Uh, we appreciate North Carolina. <laughs> North Carolina is blowing the doors off this month. I don't know. We appreciate Slovakia. Slovakia. We really appreciate Wes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Been several months, but he upped us a lot. Yeah. And I hope to get him on the show because I think yep. that'd be a fun topic to talk about. Um, and I'm going to reach out to him. I really want to have these glitches all taken care of before we start doing a lot of guests. But we do want to, I think that would really help with the show as far as keeping it fresh and having a, a, a guest in on you know most of the time honestly yep you know that'd be fun but we do have some kinks to work out before we can become close to committing to doing that yeah absolutely on a regular basis absolutely yeah double we've gotten like north carolina has just blew us up on the downloads we don't get into all that anymore on air but um, we get a pretty detailed track of where all the downloads come from, and uh, yeah, it's crazy. Well, last time I looked, we were in 49 of the 50 U.S. states. Wyoming, I think it was. We're still at zero, but every other state. How many yeah. countries? Uh, seven or eight? No. 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 In Total? Mark, 25 or 30 for the, yeah, the entire time period. You'll have to change the database to the last 12 months to oh. get the total looks, but... 
It's a bunch of countries. Yeah. It's, oh, totally. We're over like 30 countries. Yeah. I, I just know that. Yeah. So, Still anyway. hard for me to believe. So how's your week been? It's been very good. Very good until my uh, air conditioning went out, which still isn't fixed. But uh, thankfully, it's not been a really hot week for it to go out. And it's a terrible It turned picture. out to be the air compressor that went out and uh, supposed to get fixed this weekend. Oh, good. I was wondering why when I picked you up today, it was very hot in your place. And then I just assumed it was because you're old and you keep it very hot. No, it's hot because I'm hot. Oh, smile. Then hotness. Yeah, see there? I'm always smiling. Ah. Is that what you call it, huh? Always smiling. Tells your week. Busy? Dude. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. busy. You know, yeah. I, I've been starting at 3 o'clock and ending at 10 o'clock pretty much every day this week. And then it's yeah, a uh, long day. Yeah. And then my mom decided that it would be a good idea to fall and break her leg. So. Been dealing with that as well, so you know. Well, I hope she progresses well and recuperates quickly. Yeah, she'd be all right. She'd be all right. She's tough, you know. Does she listen to us? Who, Ma? Yeah. No. She wouldn't know what a podcast is (laughs) if it came up and bit her on the butt. (laughs) It's kind of like I was when this all started. Yeah, pretty much. That's exactly right. That is exactly right. Good deal. I don't know if you'd heard the big news of the week. What's that? Had you heard why Dr. Pepper comes in a bottle? Why does Dr. Pepper come in a bottle? His wife passed away. What? (laughs) That is a terrible joke. Think about it. You haven't got it yet. No, I don't know that I want to. Of course you do. <laughs> oh, I yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't get it. It's over my head. Yeah, that's what I thought. It'll be okay. It'll come to you later this week. Well, I, <laughs> maybe that was bad. <laughs> Apparently, double got it, and she's like Jerry. <laughs> She says that's terrible. Sounds like she may have got it. <laughs> well, I, you know, the one thing that I get, man, it's hot in this room. Woo! It's hot in the studio tonight. I'm sweating. I'm here. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what it is. How'd you know? Same as why it was so warm at my place. <sighs> man. It, you you mentioned you stopped over to pick me up. We didn't tell them where we went to celebrate. Oh, yeah. yeah. And who we saw while we were there. Yeah. (laughs) We We went went to Wallace Station. And while we were there, Mark Stoops, coach of University of Kentucky football team, came in. Yeah, it was pretty good. He he has a nice car. Yes, he does. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, just based on the car alone, I should be a coach of a Division I school. There you go. So I can have a car like that. That was a sweet. I'm not going to say what car it was on, on air, but trust me when I tell you it was Very so nice right. It was awesome. It was awesome. But Coach Stoops was cool. He was on the phone. We didn't get a chance to chat with him or anything, but uh, pretty neat that he was there, I thought, anyway. 
Absolutely. Um, he was hey, Mochi, Krista, glad you're all here. Um, that's awesome. Yay. We like new people. And we like old people like Mochi. You know, she's 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 getting old. That's what I'm I've been told. You're not saying a lot for yourself. What? Just Shoot. saying. Listen. So I was gonna ask you if I'm reading lips correctly, it looks like Bernie next door is talking about some creepy guy looking at him. I, I don't know what that is. Never mind. That was a terrible joke. Terrible joke. I was bad as you were looking at him. Huh? I didn't know you were out there looking at Bernie. <laughs> but wow. I'm not disputing it. If you say you were, I'm sure you were. <sighs> Jerry. Steve. You. <laughs> what? Listen, I know you have sleep issues. All right. And since these last two jokes were terrible, um, I, I've got one more for you. Sure. You know what you need to do to sleep better? What's that? You need to... Whoa, what was that? Sorry. You need to go to bed in full armor. Full armor, huh? Yeah. That way you can get a full night's sleep. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gosh, you're terrible. Yeah, I'm taking uh, talking about my sleep issues. Apparently, it just comes with getting old for a lot of people, but I'm now taking melatonin. Zequil, and there's one more. I forget the name of it. I take three pills every night, just trying to be able to get to sleep and stay asleep. See, here's what you got to do. It's simple. Now, years ago, your daughter took a life-size picture of my no, head. She did not. You did. Put it into your bed. Oh, and, she put it there. And what I'm thinking is it's still there. So you need to take that out of your bed because you'll doze off and then realize you have to wake up to see my pretty face again and then doze off and then wake up to see my pretty face again. No. See, if that was the case, if it was still in my bed, it actually would. There's no amount of drugs, medication that would allow me to overcome the horror to be able to sleep a picture like that. But it's actually in the closet. And come to think of it, that could be the problem. Even from the closet, it's probably creating nightmares that just will not allow me to stay asleep. <laughs> that hurts my heart, Jerry. You're at my heart a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So, so what great topics do you have for us to talk about well, tonight? First, Mochi says, did you hear about the rogues who stole a calendar? No. Did not. Well, I haven't either. She's apparently ty- typing it to okay. tell me. Oh, gosh. Boo. She said they each got six months. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That was better than either one of ours. Probably. Kudos to you. <laughs> we'll have to start hiring her to write her dad jokes. Yeah. Well, you anyway. I tried chat usually GPT, pretty good. by the way. I actually tried chat GPT this week. I tried Bard. Uh, two or three more. And as good as the AIs are, they are absolutely horrible at writing dad jokes. Really? Yeah. Ask them to write original dad jokes. And it Siri's was one of two pretty, things. Alexa's really good. For original, or is she just finding some off the internet and reposted? How would I know that? Had you ever heard of any of them? <laughs> no, not usually. Okay. Well, maybe it's original. 
The ones that I tried did horribly at it. So you were asking about topics. Yeah. Um, I got some I got some topics that you're not gonna like, being that you're the Joe Biden fan club president. Oh, okay. Um, we're going there again, I see. Um oh, I've gosh. got some that are doesn't really have much to do about Joe Biden, but our country in general. And, and one of it, it I'm gonna let you go first because this first one we could go a little way could go a little long one. So I'll let you start, okay, and then we'll swing right back into that. Well, I'm gonna start with a rehashing one from last week. Oh, uh, remember when you brought up McCarthy visiting Taiwan and you wanted to know my take on it? Well, she visited us, but yeah, she visited us. Yeah, she flew to California to meet with McCarthy. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were saying that, uh, I, I thought McCarthy went to Taiwan. Mm-mm. No, she came to California and met him. He's the rep at California. Yeah, I know. Why? Okay. Did that throw your whole? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> because I was thinking that I had heard and, and read that he went to Taiwan. Uh, the only one that, that high that's been to Taiwan was Nancy Pelosi. Right. And that caused the whole hornet's nest. And that was my question, was you strongly condemned Pelosi when she did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember you, you. one of the terms you used was poking the bear. We got to right. stop poking the bear. And my question was, did you think McCarthy was doing the same thing? Yeah. Really? Even though she came here. Really? Yeah. Why didn't you because, condemn him? Because, honestly, from my point of view, it doesn't matter whether it has, he or she has an R or a D by their name, it's the same end result. Well, I will say this. There was a huge difference in the way you addressed it online because you just tore Nancy Pelosi apart for it. And last week you said nothing negative about McCarthy, period. I, it took from me bringing it up and asking how you felt for you to even say that. Um, well, because I think that, First of all, the reaction or lack of reaction was a direct result of the lack of reaction from China. Now, all China came out and said they didn't do their military mobilization yes, like they, they did, did it with Nancy Pelosi. Yes, they did. Oh, I didn't see they that. They spent a whole week encircling Taiwan and proving that their military was capable of encircling. Well, I'm glad you bring off. that up because that's actually one of my topics for later is, is how much are we willing to... There was a report that came out today that we would lose over 900 aircraft defending Taiwan. We would be successful, but we would lose that many aircraft at, you know, half a billion dollars each. <laughs> Not including the pilots that have to fly them. I, I just, ugh. But no, that was my only thing. Was Last week we talked about how did I feel. And I was telling you that I thought McCarthy and Pelosi and anybody else that from the U.S. that wanted to go to Taiwan has got every friggin' right to do so. Well, I don't disagree with that. And that we I don't just, take our marching orders from China. So I just wanted to know how you felt because. But here, here's the, here's the, here's why. Let me explain maybe a little bit why I feel that way. If we had a strong president and we had a concise way of government um, today like we used to have concise way and I'll explain what I'm saying, then I would be right there in that boat with you. Okay. If we had Ronald Reagan as president or we had, 
even George W. Bush as president. Um, and business was handled in Congress and Senate the way it was supposed to be. I would agree with you. My problem is that I don't think that we should poke a bear that we're not willing to go toe-to-toe with. And, and I don't know that you know, presidents have far too much power now that Congress and Senate has given them. And we'll lob a few missiles over there, and that'll be that. And, and Or we'll send troops on the ground without a vote in Congress. I'm not for that at all. Where's troops being set on the ground without if, approval? If you keep poking the bear because we're the U.S. and we can do whatever we want no, no, to no, do, no, no. I'm asking about that's what you going just to said. be that's going did, to be the end result. You didn't say it might happen. You said it has happened. No, I said I was giving you a case scenario. If we keep poking the bear, that's going to be the end result. It's not now. We haven't sent no. troops on the ground. I, I get that part. I, I guess the part that I'm getting confused on is. Why is it that certain presidents, it's allowable, other presidents, it's not? And then you talk about if Congress, a concise Congress, which I don't understand that terminology. A Congress that does their damn job. That's never happened. Instead of giving all of the authority to a president who's going to be removed in two years. When has that ever happened? That a Congress does its job. That a Congress doesn't fight. That a Congress isn't. That, that's not what I'm saying, Jerry. I don't give a hot shit if they're over there fighting amongst themselves. Okay. When it comes to sending our troops, our money, and our treasure to war, that is Congress's responsibility to vote on and to make that and happen. And you're saying that that didn't happen under George Bush and Ronald Reagan? No, I'm saying it, it hasn't happened for a long time. And starting around George Bush with the Patriot Act, they gave a, a butt ton of authority and exclusivity to the president so that they didn't have to come together and make a vote. But if that was happening during George Bush, he was one of the presidents you said, if we had a good president doing his job, that that would be okay. He's one that you lauded and said that we need to aspire to those levels. What I'm saying is a president who didn't stick his thumb up in the air and and sway whichever way the votes were flowing. Well, Bill Clinton was the worst in the world. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Bill Clinton. Uh, even George Sr. to me was a, a little bit like that. I don't think Biden is for all of his problems. Do you think Biden's that way? What is he back? What is he taking polls and saw that the public didn't agree with him on and changed his mind on? Well, you're right. He's just terrible in every yes. other way. <laughs> yeah, he may make terrible decisions, but yeah. I don't see him backtracking. Bill Clinton was known for that, right? Bill yeah. Clinton would, would you know, talk about something and you, you pretty much figured out where he fell on the issue. And then they would go do some polling, and the next time you heard it was the, the polar opposite. Right. So he would take a poll and see what the public thought and then decide what how he felt. That's not Biden. No, you're absolutely right. But I, I don't think that the powers that are in Washington today have the fortitude to make a determination that, okay, we're going to poke this bear, but when the bear pokes back, what are we going to do? That's my question. Well. Historically, and that may have ended, we may have passed that point, but historically, whenever the United States is being threatened is the one time when Congress will come together and without fighting. Later on, they may. Later on, you know, down the line, they may. But initially, they're going to get together and say, we, we have to do what's I, right for America. And yeah. we they get together and do it pretty much almost unanimously. They're very little division. 
So I think that that's not a problem. Well, here's my second part of my question. Then. Okay. When we moved into Iraq, Iraq, was there a formal declaration of war? Um, I can't. There was at some point. There was an Iraq war. Congress took a vote. There was that they voted to go to war. So, if you're saying when we initially went in with troops, I guess is your question. Is that what you're asking? No, I'm just saying. Did we ever yes, actually we declare war? On Absolutely, one hundred percent. You can look it up, but I guarantee the answer is yes, we did. Some, several of the people later said they regretted their vote for it. But yes, we absolutely, Congress did vote for the Iraq War. In October 2nd, 2002, Bush, surrounded by leaders of the House and Senate, announced joint resolution to authorize the use of United States armed forces against Iraq. And Is that a formal declaration of war? What you're talking about? Of course not. That was the very beginning. Look and see. I, I'm looking. I'm looking. This. When did Congress vote on the war in Iraq? I'm looking. It's hard to look and read, though. <laughs> read and talk. I can't do it too very well. <laughs> I need to get better at that. <laughs> I'll teach you how to walk and chew bubble gum. Oh, I don't want to. I'll fall. It says here. That Congress last formally decorated or declared had a declaration of war in World War II. We've authorized the president to have uh, mean, you know, control of the militaries to be able to do whatever. But a formal declaration of war hasn't happened since World War II. You can't. With the support of large bipartisan majorities, the United States Congress passed the authorization for use of military force against Iraq Resolution yeah, of 2002. I just read that. Congress passed that. Yeah. That's not a declaration of war. You ask if Congress voted. My answer is yes, they did. Now, ask if they declared war, and they did not. The resolution asserts the authorization by the Constitution of the United States and the United States Congress for the president to fight anti-United States terrorism. So call it whatever you want. Call it a military conflict. Call it a war. The U.S. Congress voted that's and approved our, military force in Iraq. Mm, but that's not, there, there's still a difference. Which is what? Earlier you said you didn't know if the Congress could come together and and vote. Well, I'm glad they did. Well, we just proved that they did, at yeah. least in Iraq. But even a joint use of military force is not going to be enough to beat a superpower say Russia, say China, if you're going to poke these bears and you're going to do this thing, then you are definitely at some point going to have to declare war. Sure. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Here's my point. They obviously didn't think that they thought that what they passed, the, the how was it worded? The resolu joint resolution to authorized for use of military force, force against Iraq. Yeah. They thought that that was sufficient to get the job done. And it was right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't uh, if they thought that, what is the difference between that and them voting to go to war? I just think that that's a step below. I mean, if you're going to go that far and that gives that, that same resolution gives the president all the authority and, and that's just not how it should be. I, well, I just, so does I, if they voted to go to war, it once again gives the president all the authority to do it. Well, he's the commander in chief. Exactly. He doesn't and, control the purse strings. And I'm thinking if we go in a little deeper on that resolution, 
That gives the president control of the purse strings as well. No more so than if they had voted to go to war, that would give the president even more authority, which apparently you're against. I'm, I, you're confusing the hell out of me. I don't know what it is that you're well, against. Well, because you're trying to split peas with peanuts. <laughs> I'm the one trying to split it. You're the one making the difference between I'm the joint resolution. I'm just saying that if you're that, going to poke a damn bear, you better be ready for the consequences. And our country is not ready for the consequences. Based upon what? Based upon all kinds of things. They were in Iraq. They were ready to respond with enough force to get the job done. By the way, I've never heard you say, do you think we should have been in Iraq? Um, hindsight's always twenty twenty, so it's not really fair. At to the answer. time, at the time, I thought damn straight we should go in there. Okay. Um, hindsight twenty twenty, probably not. Yeah, I don't know. If it was a bad thing to do. We, we didn't find the weapons of mass destruction. I still think there were at least some of them were there. There's yeah. there's too much evidence that yeah, they some went to of Syria. It we had pictures of them yeah. in trucks going to Syria. So if a guy has that, how is it a bad thing to stop that? I don't disagree with you. Don't disagree with you. Anywho, well, it's a bad thing because the country's been thrown into turmoil for the last 20 years. All right. Yeah. I mean, and you would rather they still be under Saddam Hussein's regime? I don't know that that's the right answer, but I know we didn't do it the right way. The people that we put into power were not the right people for the job. I don't Karzai, know. Karzai, that- is that his name? Karazi, yeah. I don't know that it was a that there's anyone we could have put in that would have been right. Here's the point. We don't want to say and stick it out for the long run to make sure it turns into a country that we like, which is a country like ours. And I don't think we should. No, we should not risk United States military lives for the next 20 years to make sure a country ends up the way that we want it. First of all, we don't have the right to tell them what kind of country they should have. That's their job. Well, that's why you and I have long agreed that we should be a our 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 use of force should be much more like a fire department than a police department. Oh, absolutely, we go put out a fire and then walk away and let them sort it out and rebuild. You know, which is kind of what we but, did in Iraq, and we didn't like the end result. So, once again, I don't know that there's any other way of doing it without staying forever, and I don't think we need to be doing that. Um, no, I agree. So, while we're on this conversation, sure, let me just ask you a question. Currently, in the entire world, we have 715 military bases all over the world. Do we need all those? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, just I, mean, I couldn't f- even name probably a third of the countries that we're in with these 700 military bases. Me either. Now, do we need some are spread around the world? Sure. Yeah. Do we need 700? Probably not. I just can't imagine in a world... I, I like it as a lot of times when I when I look at the United States currently to what Rome was right before the fall. <laughs> and we're very, very similar when you when you start obviously the weapons, the government's different. Sure. But the expansion, the 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 debt, the voting of their own monies. Um there's a lot that happened in Rome at the end of its time. It's happening here and it's like, huh. We forgot to learn. We forgot. just goes to show you those who don't know the history doomed to repeat it. So anyway, how many of those seven hundred are not in United States territory? United States states or territories? No, no, that's uh, I don't know. I have to look that up because that 
the number 700, I mean, that's counting Fort Knox and yeah, you know, we, Fort Bragg. Yeah, I would them. say, we, well, let's just take half of them because we can figure Probably we can more have, than that. But yeah. that's the number you want to look at. How yeah. many foreign military installations do we need to be able to protect American interests? We need some. Sure. I don't know how many. And to protect our allies. We're, we're contractually obligated to protect yeah. some of our allies. So, you know, we have to have bases in Poland and around NATO. We have to have bases in Japan, um, you know, but anyhow. Your turn, sir. I thought that would go a little long. I didn't mean for it to, but that went off Which, on a weird tangent. Actually, that was your topic. That was it? my topic. <laughs> it's not my turn. I started thinking, what was your topic? Hi, <laughs> Skitty. So, Eddie Skitty is in. She just wanted to come say hi to everyone. Oh, she's my girl. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, my topic was document security. Okay. You know, we are living in 2023, the years of the computer, and we have documents leaking and falling out all over the place. We have top secret documents in three president or vice president's homes and or offices or garages beside the Corvette. We have just yesterday, President Biden a visit to Ireland, a passerby, a police officer, looks down on the ground, finds a folded piece of paper, picks it up. Did you see this story? Yeah. It is the entire security detail and all of the places that the president is going to be and the times he's going to be there. So he dropped it one of the on Secret the Service guys. Are you kidding me? This is, you know, you I don't like Biden. Some of that. No, but these are the Secret Service. These, This is what they do. They're human. They're going to make human mistakes. I get that. But don't you think that this stuff at this point in the life should be committed to memory? I mean, this is the first trip he's been out of the country forever. This is probably way too big to be committed to memory. Furthermore, do you want to leave it up to Joe Blow, who may be, you know, who knows how good his memory is? I don't know. I I just, that's awfully, awfully, awfully scary. I get it. And I don't and even horribly horrible optics as well, right? Oh my gosh, it's terrible. Yeah. So that brings me to the big one this week. Okay. The um, leakage of the the National Security Council's documentation on the war in Ukraine. Yep. Um. Now, obviously, for dumb reasons, like like, and by dumb reasons, I mean like. They're never going to say, yeah, that was that's legit. That was in a legit paper. Why would they ever say that? Um, but there's reports that it's either 50 pages or over 100 pages. Um, leaked to Discord about all the different things going on in Ukraine, where yeah. their troops were, where their implements were, what their plans in the near future was. It was a lot more than that. A lot more than that. The The, scary stuff. The scary stuff is what I'm getting ready to get into, and it's the stuff that really concerns me. We have a lot of allies, and I'm using air quotes out there with allies, that we have sold military equipment. We've spied on them. I'm thinking Egypt at this point. South Korea. Egypt Egypt has bought millions of dollars of military equipment, and... They were sending 40,000 missiles to Russia that we supplied them. 
<laughs> to fight Ukraine. So in essence, our allies, and I'm using air quotes again, were sending weapons to Russia to fight us through Ukraine. There was also some of the opposite. We just found out that Syria, who has never publicly taken one side or the other, they did refuse to sanction Russia and Putin. We did find out that due to some of this being released, that they are supplying arms to Ukraine. Yeah, crazy. Didn't want to do it publicly, but they have sided with the U.S. and Europe and the rest of the world. And they are they're on Ukraine's side. They've just refused to come out and publicly say it. But the, you didn't go where I thought you were going with that. Well, maybe there was a bunch of. But go okay. ahead. No, go ahead. It was also released that we have been spying on a bunch of our allies, yes. not quote unquote true allies, yeah, South, South Korea, Korea. Germany. Uh, some of our best, longest allies we've been spying on. Yeah, that, that's going to go over well. Billion dollars is the, and we learned that. $90 billion for the CIA. That's their budget to spy on people. And they have taken every liberty with that $90 billion. Mm-hmm. Allies, enemies, you sitting at home listening to our podcast, everybody. I just, it, it's mind boggling. This stuff isn't new. You know, the last big one was what? Before this, the last big leak was what? Edward Snowden? Yeah, huge. As far as hugely was Edward Snowden. Uh, and his, you know, th- this is a drop in the bucket compared to what he was releasing. But it's still large, still concerning. And I don't know how you fix it. You know, I, I'm sure that we are probably as good as any government on the face of the earth at trying to have rules and regulations in place to stop this. Uh, yeah, And keep in mind, Edward Snowden wasn't even military. He was just a military contractor. Here's my question, though. What's that? Are we safer as a country to and I'm trying to word this I didn't there's a fine line here and I get that I'm trying to skirt the line just in case you're wondering okay are we a safer country for knowing as as a people that hey our government is still still spying on us us (laughs) and our friends and our friends you don't think so how are we safer are because we, of that? Well, because of accountability. How are we able to hold really? people to account? Okay, fine. I'll, I'll play along no, with I'm your asking. scenario. I, I said there's okay. a fine line. Here's my question. I'm not Edward Snowden. When was that? Uh, Several years ago, years right? Ago. Who got held accountable? I don't know of one single person that was held accountable. And I don't know that anyone will be. I'm not saying that there wasn't a couple of very low-level people who got fired and they said, well, you know, this person did so-and-so. I'm just saying when you have something this major that occurs, there was a lot of things that went wrong. There was a lot of policies that were broken. Uh, There was a lot of policies that weren't followed. Or there was a lot of policies that we should have had in place that we never did have in place in the first place. And I never hear of anyone high on the chain, on the food chain, if you will, who was held accountable. Have no you? one. No one. So I don't think you're saying that it helps us because it helps no, accountability. I'm I, I don't wasn't saying. So. I was just asking. I, I don't think so. I don't know of anyone who's ever been held accountable. But what does this do for our image in the world? Initially, it hurt. At this point, they're probably going, well, it's just them assholes I mean, being assholes again. Well, and, you know, to sit here and say that England isn't spying on us. 
<laughs> they probably are to some degree. Absolutely. Trying to figure out what we're going to do. Absolutely. But there's a difference in spying as far as trying to, you know, we know that Senator Smith, who is on this committee that has access to information that we want, we know he's going to be at uh, XYZ Hotel tonight. He's going to be at Wallace Station. He's going to be at Wallace Station. So let's right. send a couple of, you know, hot chicks down there. To see if we can, you know, yeah, like does that stuff happen like we all did the time? In Ken, Sawwell in California. Yeah. Swallow, <laughs> the Chinese girl. Yeah. I'm sure that stuff happens all the time. Yeah. Now, yeah. if you're talking about, that's one thing. But when you start talking about uh, tapping into, what do they call those cables? The fiber optic cables at the bottom of the ocean floor that goes across the yeah, ocean yeah. to transmit the information. There's a lot of company, a lot of countries who believe, and probably rightfully so, that the United States has tapped in and listens to all of that. That's the extreme, right? Mm -hmm. It's one thing to send some lady down to have a couple of beers with a politician and see if she can get him to drink too much and talk too much. Right. That's happened since the beginning of time and will always happen. But when it goes to the lengths of electronic espionage that we know that we're doing in many cases, and you get caught doing it with your friends that's a little bit harder to justify yeah uh mochi just brought up a, a topic that i'd like for us to delve into maybe next week what's that um and it's the move toward a digital currency um because there's a lot to unpack in that and a little bit no because not much has happened so there are a lot is. of rumors to talk about well it, it, it is in the process of happening i think um, but you don't have any evidence no, I think that it's pretty obvious what's happening there. It, what's it, the United States doing to move to a digital currency? Um, devaluing our dollar. No, the United States basis. is not devaluing our dollar. <laughs> that has let's, nothing let, to do with let's it. Let's talk about that on a different topic. I, but they're unrelated. Um, Other countries are doing things trying to devalue our dollar. America is not intentionally trying to devalue or devalue our own dollar. Well, we'll talk about that when we talk about the digital currency thing. Um, I don't want to get in because we could spend all night talking about that. Are we going to sure. talk about Doge Coin? Uh, no. Okay. What does that have to do with anything? Digital currency? Uh, it is a digital currency. Yeah, it is no. Elon Musk's favorite digital currency. It is a currency that he continues to push. Yeah, good for him. I don't buy it. I haven't bought not one Bitcoin or anything that I, I just have a hard time with all that to be blown. So do I. I yeah. But anyhow, I agree. That was my first topic. So, um, and, and I want to, I just, Holy crap. what's that? 50 minutes and we've only covered one topic. I know, right? <laughs> so yeah, will you crazy. throw with that one? Uh, yeah, yeah. I just, I just, to, to sum it up and to bottom line it, I really feel like we need to stay on top of this because I feel like um if we don't hold our government accountable as to what they do, and, and by that I mean our senators, our congressmen who okay these things to do, we're going to, they could, how many times has the CIA messed up in history? Well, if <laughs> you think lot. back to the time when we had Clay on, we talked about enough things on that episode alone. Yeah. we I can give you your answer. Nothing's going to happen. We're not going to hold anyone accountable. No one is going, no, no heads are going to roll. Nothing will change. Why? L look at what Edward Snowden let us 
know that was going on with our government. And what happened? Nothing. When we found out that every phone call was being listened to, oh, you're one right. of the most basic rights in America that we had always taken, uh, that we'd always assume would always be there. And we found out, no, that right left a long time ago. They're listening to every word you say, not they, but a computer. Yeah. And it's listening for certain keywords. Which we always make fun of every time we say one. Sure. Like <laughs> bombs and terrorism. And- oh, great. Hey, now the whole NSA is going to listen to our podcast. What a way to boost our numbers. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we just drastically increased our numbers there. But the point watch. is that when all of those rights went away and we found out, what did we do? Nothing. Right. You're right. And this is the drop in the bucket compared to those and, things. You know, I was joking with you before we went live on air about... Um, about uh, my brains went, went, oh, the whole mindset. Well, I'm not doing anything wrong, so who cares? Yeah. And that's that's what most people think. Yeah. That's why nothing changes. They also think that if I give up these rights and how big of a deal is it if I'm not doing anything wrong? Do I really have anything mm-hmm. to worry about? But if I give up these rights, am I making the country safer? Am I making it safer for my kids and my grandkids? And I think the answer is an absolute no. Whenever we give away these religious freedoms, you never get them back. You never get these rights and liberties back. Once they're gone, they're just pretty much gone. So I don't think that we're helping. Short term, we may be, but long term, we're not. It's a horrible price to have to pay. But, uh, yeah, scary stuff. Hey, Jerry, let's hear about Ed Locke. Let's do that. Hi, I'm Ed Locke with USA Mortgage. Here at USA Mortgage, we view you as customer for life. That means we are with you every step of your journey to help before, during, and well after you move into your new home. Home buying can be stressful, but we are here to make the process easy. I know driving determination with my very talented team here at USA Mortgage will make for some incredible things. You can expect to receive great customer service from me with many customized options tailored to your financial goals and needs. So if you're looking to cruise into a new home or refinance, I can be the driver that gets you there. Call or text me at 502-680-0953 to find out how to get approved. MLS ID 448-908, that's Acquisition, LLC, doing business as USA Mortgage, NMLS ID 227-262. This is not a commitment to lend. Additional terms and conditions apply. USA Mortgage is an equal housing opportunity. Hey, I just want to also say that uh, just had another pre-approval under contract through Mr. Locke. He is fantastic to work with. Um, this We look to have this house closed in less than 30 days. So if you're in Florida, Kentucky, give Ed Locke a call. If you're anywhere else in the United States, call USA Mortgage. They're going to take great care of you. Um, but wonderful company to work with. I try to work with them as often as I possibly can. And... Just wanted to throw that out there. You've met Ed. He's a great guy. Yes, he is. Um, we also get our haircut at the same place now, who's also one of our clients. So, good <laughs> figure. Man, how about that? What are the odds? Yeah. So, what's your next topic there, Mr. J? We got like 15 minutes. Well, that. my next one is uh, to go back to last week and the week before. It's a very positive. See, so far on this episode, we've gotten away from all that positive stuff. But this one is. You won't think so when I first start, but it is. Just trust me. Well, it went away. There it is. 
just in case you were wondering, Jerry is a little discombobulated today. Very much so. Right before we started, because it wouldn't be newsworthy without a tech issue, his laptop completely died. <laughs> so I'm doing all of this on my phone. Yeah. Which has an entirely way too small screen. No, your but eyes it, are just bad. Yeah. Well, that too. <laughs> this one. Uh, okay. Here we go. Fed up by an enormous pothole in his Los Angeles neighborhood. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger picked up a shovel and filled it himself. The actor and former California governor tweeted a video Tuesday of himself and a helper using packaged concrete to repair the road in the Brentwood area. There's, there's a picture of them out in the road oh, wow. filling the pothole. Good for them. Now, I'm not for sure exactly why, but this gives me hope. Maybe if nothing else, because even famous actors and politicians have at least some of the same problems we do. But yeah. Brentwood, one of the richest, richest, more pricey subdivisions in all of America. Big, huge pothole. And Arnold Schwarzenegger had to go fill it. That's fantastic. I thought so. Was fantastic. Okay, Jerry. So I got one more topic. Sure. And it's, it's I, I hesitate bringing it up. I brought it up a little bit last week. But I feel like it's my obligation to pull it up. And the reason I'm bringing it up again is because it's still in the news. So it's still worthy. Okay. Um, Bud Light sales and Bud Anheuser-Busch sales overall are down last week 30%. Okay. Um, due to their, uh, primarily due to their um, ad campaign with uh, the the uh, trans the trans lady guy it she he, whatever never get. um and, and I wanted to bring it up again because I saw a TikTok from an obviously very liberal person and Dylan Muvaney thank you um that made me stop and think for just a second that okay I see what Bud Light's doing here and. The I also saw the le, the the video from the marketing manager Bud Light. She said Bud Light was a brand that had been in decline for several years. They needed to do something to jazz it up and to move it up. And then I heard the TikToker, one of your people, <laughs> one of my people. Well, TikTokers, yeah, because I don't have TikTok. Because we're all a big you're group. Y'all like a big group. Y'all like yeah. a friend. Have you probably got some TikTokers at your house drinking <laughs> your beer right now? Sure, just my Anheuser Bush Budweiser. <laughs> um, beer, right? But the bottom line is what she said made pretty good sense that the people that are currently drinking Bud Light are set to expire, if you will, within the next few years. And Dylan Mulvaney has over 10 million followers or whatever on Instagram. So not that they were going to be boycotting Bud Light, but Bud Light was booting them it, like it was an intentional thing. And I got to thinking, could make sense. I personally don't like it. Um, and, I, and I bring it up just to ask you your opinion. I don't personally care. You and I talk a lot. I don't give a rat's hoo-ha about what you choose to do in your home. As long as it doesn't affect me and it doesn't affect mine. And what you choose to do in your time is your business. Period. And that even goes to how you choose to dress when you go to Walmart. You know, if you want to wear pajamas and and one flip flop and 
a tank top with a boob hanging out. That's it. That's your business. I don't care. I'm not here to judge. Not my place. Feel the same way about people who are trans, male to female, female to male. Doesn't matter to me. That's your business. But what I think, and we're seeing a lot of blowback, uh, a lot of Travis Tritt, uh, 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 John Rich. Hey, John Rich pulled all Bud Light products out of his bar. <laughs> That's a big deal. That's putting your money where your mouth is, right? Um, then you've got people like Kid Rock with the semi-auto or full auto. We were still trying to decide. Um, just blowing away a bunch of cases. There's videos. There's a million videos of people destroying Bud Light. But you got to admit, the Kid Rock stuff, not the other, but the Kid Rock stuff, Budweiser probably likes that. Well, yeah, that's I a mean, lot of free advertisement. Well, that's what a I was getting. Lot. I mean, who was talking about Bud Light two weeks ago? Exactly. You know, so I guess my question is, how do you feel about it? Because I don't care. I don't. I just don't care. I don't. I, I'm a lot like you. I, I'm not a, you know, if you want to be trans, fine, be trans. I, I think that there's a huge, I have a huge problem with it when it's minors. Oh, yeah, to me, absolutely. You, you should have to be 18 before you begin Even to have be enough maturity to begin to make that decision. Absolutely. And these parents, if you're a parent right now and you're thinking about changing your child's Life sex forever, don't. There's a reason why that we don't allow people under the age of 21 to buy a beer. We don't think that they have the mental maturity to decide whether or not they can drink a beer. But you're telling me that we've got six, seven, eight, nine year olds in this country who's capable of deciding what sex they need to be and to go right. through medical surgeries yeah. to change uh, it at uh, that age? Come on. But look, here's what I think. If you're an adult and you want to through it, I don't want to pay for it. So I don't want my tax dollars to pay for it. I don't want my insurance to pay for it because that is just shared expense. But if you want to pay for it, go for it. D you do you. Yeah. I don't drink Anheuser-Busch products. I drink Dosecki. Uh, I I don't drink their products. I don't use their products. I don't really care. I don't know who this person is. I don't know. I'd never heard their name before this. Well, I'm glad you bring it up because not only since Bud Light has became a, a parent and, and become a, a supporter of his, Nike now has him, her, they, yeah. them, showing and modeling sports bras. Okay. Yeah. And the video for that is disturbing so all of this has really helped this person right oh yeah oh oh the i'm not done sure it's gone are, way up are you are you ready for the last one sure. emojis already brought it up had you been paying attention i'm not tampax is now an official sponsor a sponsor good for all of them <laughs> I, I i still say the same thing i don't care feminine hygiene product that is designed made and created for to aid a legitimate Born female now supports a trans male who has zero use for this equipment, for this this product. Good for them. <laughs> I don't care. Isn't that I crazy? Just, it is. It's absolutely crazy. It's a crazy, crazy it's world we live in. Uh, and again, you know, I don't, I'm like you, I don't drink it. I did drink McUltra. McUltra is made by Anheuser Busch. Probably not going to buy it for a while. Probably slide on over to Yingling's for a while. Just yeah. See, I don't even know that I care enough about any of that. I just don't know that I can financially I support it, was, it. Okay, fine. Again, I don't care if that's yeah. what you want to do. Do it. 
if I really liked it and liked it before and didn't want to change and didn't think there was something close, I'd probably still still buy because I don't care. Yeah. I just don't care one way or the other. Yeah. I really don't. Isn't it crazy? It is. Our world is going a little, little nuts. Wait. <laughs> but you know what? This is not new. My father was born in 1935 when he was a young kid listening at home. If I remember correctly, it was on a hand-cranked radio. And they lived in South Central Kentucky, down on the Kentucky-Tennessee border. And on Saturday nights, there was a station that he used to tell me, and I don't remember the name of the station, but there was a station out of somewhere in Tennessee that they could get the Grand Ole Opry. And the Grand Ole Opry then, and I think now, is mainly uh, country music act singing, but there's also some comedy on there. And this one that I remember my father hearing or, or telling me about, happened when he was before he was a teenager so if he's born in 35 47 at the latest and here is the one bit that he remembered when columbus discovered america it was full of nuts and berries well i'm here to tell you that the berries are about all gone (laughs) that's what they were saying in 1947 so this isn't a new thing uh we all Every time it happens, the current generation is like, oh, what's happening to our world? The last generation said the same thing. The generation before them said the same thing. Well, then, more before now, them I have to, thing. now I have to pull, pull up a, a question to you. Sure. Might suck up the rest of our time. How do you, how do you, you have grandbabies. I got grandbabies. Sure. How do you tell your grandbabies about what's going on? I don't. I don't talk to my grandbabies about trans. Okay. I, well, one of your babies to. are at a, a, at a school, and there is a a reading day there. And? Where women in drag are, are reading to your grandbaby. Because uh, that happens. It hasn't happened here locally that I'm aware of, but it does happen. If they're very good drag, the kid's not going to know, first of all. I would hope not. They're going to just tell you some woman coming red, some yeah. man coming red. I would hope so. Uh, now, if they come home and tell me that a man with a beard and a mustache and hairy legs was wearing a dress, I've got a far bigger problem because at that point, my grandkids are just confused all the hell and back. Right. Uh, and it's sexualizing our youth. And now, listen, I'm not, I'm not picking and choosing against drags or... Or drag queens. I feel the exact same way about beauty pageants for these little babies, where they put makeup on them and they're they're ten years old and under. I'll be honest with you. I feel the same way about all beauty pageants. Yeah, I don't it, disagree. There comes a point when it's no longer your parents forcing you to do it; it's you deciding to do it. But how is it not objectifying the hell out of women's bodies? Yeah. How is it not just making my, my daughter, who I think was a very beautiful young lady. Uh, Mine too, by the way. I ne- absolutely. I 100% agree. Never dreamed of allowing her to do something like that. And my daughter wasn't the type. She's right. not a girl's girl. Mine didn't, either. Didn't want to wear dresses, <laughs> all that. But I would never have allowed that had mm-hmm. she wanted to, because it's to me was nothing but objectifying a woman's body. It's taken away how smart you are. It's not looking really at the personality. They ask a couple of questions, you know, but that that's BS. It's all about yeah. the looks. Sure. It's all about how does she look in the bikini and the other outfits. And I just think it's a horrible impression to give women that this is what society cares about. This is what we're looking at. Yeah, so no, I don't I, agree with any of the beauty patterns. I absolutely agree with you, Jerry. 100%. Now we will remove our, 
our soap. I was getting ready to say we'll take away our soapbox, but you know that's kind of what a podcast is. It's our own personal soapbox. So if you're trans, if you're if you're drag queen, if you're please don't take offense. I I'm this isn't yeah. against you. If we you don't want to take offense. Do that. You, you be know, you. You we 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 don't care. We just it's getting to the point that. Uh, oh wow. Nice. Talking about leaked documents. I just saw a headline. Yeah. Russia jamming U.S. smart bombs in Ukraine leaked. So, <laughs> My wow. We might as well just go ahead and put troops on the ground there. I mean, really. One of the things in that whole thing that concerned me was the overestimation of Russians' losses. And it says that Russia is not near as weak as we think that they are. Um, but that was disputed quite strongly from several things true. that I've read. Sure. From what I've read, they think that about they lose the propaganda. They think about the thirty case. to fifty percent of what was released has been faked. Numbers change significantly. Well, here's the thing about that: I, I absolutely wouldn't believe anything about that because if I'm trying to cover up what was actually leaked, I'm going to say a bunch of it's sure. faked. You know, but here's the point. From what I've heard, several things have been refuted by numerous countries saying we know that this is not true. Yeah. So apparently at least some of it is not accurate. Right. And one more thing back on the trans thing. Okay. And, and this is Mochi brings it up and I meant to. I'm sorry, if you were born with male genitalia, you need to compete in men's sports. I agree. If you, you the swimmer and I forget UK swimmer. Uh, it was out in California and got yeah. assaulted, costed, yeah. yeah. And, and just crazy. And then always came in second to the male who was ranked 33 in men's swimming, but comes to the women's side and Leah is all of a sudden ranked number one. I ain't buying it. You can sell it all you want to. Even I'm that not guy's it. teammates yes. had huge problems. With well, because of the locker room situation. Yeah. All one of, of them it. said well, that. All of it. It wasn't yeah. just that was part of it. Yeah. Part of it was this isn't fair. Right. This is a guy who, you know, it's well known that guys normally aren't allowed to compete in girls' teams. There's a reason why. Yep. They have, due to um, genetic differences, they have superior muscle tissue to right. women. Um, we're built different yes. for a reason. And they were saying that it not only the locker room issues, but they were saying this is just isn't fair. For yeah. I, I, I don't, I, you know, you can get mad at me all you want. Send Jerry the, the hey, Jerry, send where it. can they send all that hate email to? And text. They can send it uh, via text to area code 540-709-1318. They can email it to newsworthy with Stephen Jerry at gmail.com. Also, if you want to be a guest on a future show when we get our tech issues, you let us know. One of those. We know. Bring us a topic. We'll talk about it. If we can figure a way to make it work on our show, we'll get you on. So absolutely let us know if you want to be on the show we'll be happy to have you i would like to add one thing sure we aren't we're not so close-minded that if you disagree with us we'd still love to have you on come absolutely. on and tell us why and we're wrong about the trans issue or anything else absolutely. you don't have to agree with us that actually makes it for a much better sure. show and we absolutely. will treat you like gold we're not we're not here to absolutely. trap you and in, 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 in any of that we like to learn so anywho uh jerry if you can't see the body, be the light.